What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Triple Beam Streams as we host. Like we have like I gotta come up with a good um I was trying to come up with a with a tagline on the fly and it failed. That's no, okay. <laughs> I I thought I was I, you seemed so I was like I was like I was like I was like what is it? I was like this is a show where we juggle streaming, TV, and movies all at the same time. Like you know, I like, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Of course, I am Justin here again with you guys here with Pat Pathif and Dom, the armchair auteur himself. That's such a great wrestling name, Dom. You should definitely. <laughs> take ring. that um classic, classic wrestling gimmick being seated uh you'll notice <laughs> <laughs> uh you'll notice that uh hey, hey you'll notice that uh and this isn't something that is going to become a theme like it was last year this is literally the most freak positive theme thing that you can miss this show for eric is not on the show of course today <laughs> i know this is a theme <laughs> What a, what a way to start off episode two of us. We literally just said we are rededicated to being the, yeah. the best show. <laughs> Eric is already gone. Okay, so, okay, but it's for a good reason. Eric got his second, his second COVID vaccination shot yesterday. So, shout out to Eric. He's Yay. He's feeling That's a everybody, bit, baby. He's feeling a bit under the weather. So, the actual vaccinated boys are here to pick up the slack this week. We have a special guest, my good friend, friend of the pod, friend of everyone, Cyrus Blott, H Visibility himself. What's up, Cyrus? Hey, I'm I'm really happy to be here. I always won I always wanted to be on late fees, but now that's dead. And I wanted to be it for for like movies I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. But you, you call you asked me to come on and I was just like, hey, just watch these really fast. And I was just like, I'm at work. <laughs> Eric, Eric actually requested you by name. Oh wow. <laughs> yes. I, I'm honored. And yeah. it's crazy because uh I said some thoughts about what uh we're gonna be talking about today, and you were just like, That's exactly what Eric would have said. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is a beautiful <laughs> situation. I'm I'm really happy that uh we were able to get you on the show. Obviously. Uh, if you guys don't know, of course, Cyrus knows. Uh, we talk now more than just movies. We talk about TV as well. And this week, we're going to talk about TV. We're going to talk about TV that we like. We're going to talk about TV that we hate. <laughs> <laughs> as, as your evil taskmaster, <laughs> I am here to tell you guys that we are going to talk about, of course, uh, a little bit of Snowfall, a little bit of Warrior today from hbo max uh and i guess snowfall is on hulu i don't know have you been how have you been watching it uh pat uh i think i have only watched the pilot so far but on hulu because uh i think that's what i i think it's like fx has like the hulu deal because that's where i watched yes. Fargo. yeah yeah so they well they they usually would have it day after on hulu so mm -hmm. it works out that way same way as fargo and we're gonna talk a little bit about a show called them uh I don't I wouldn't say that, you know, I wouldn't say the that unexpected I had, uh, topic of, of this week. Really. Hey, man, I wouldn't say Ooh. that I had, a, I had a hand in this, but, you know, here it is. You manifested it on your birthday. <laughs> yeah, Evil really birthday did. wish. All the cool shit you could have done with your power. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, honestly, I only saw the I mean, I'll, I'll save it, but it looked like shit. <laughs> That's correct. It was shot terribly <laughs> and lit uh, also very poorly. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. But what I really want to talk about right now, obviously, at the top of every episode, I'm going to I'm scrolling through uh, 
Last week, it was a variety. This week, it's Hollywood Reporter. So we're going to get into a little bit of TV movie news. First up, we had the Oscars last weekend. Who didn't watch this? <laughs> I like how you phrased that. <laughs> I did Absolutely even did not care. The literally the only thing I know about the Oscars is the amazing ending. Oh uh, man. And I've mostly the, the my favorite thing this week has been like logging into various group chats and like gaming situations and everybody been like, is anybody know uh what like want anything? And like then there's just like a long beat and everyone's like, No, I don't really nobody saw these movies and nobody wanted to watch the shows and trump is right they need a host nigga let me tell you this right now i don't know what the fuck a minari is all right i never heard of it <laughs> don't know what minari is uh, i feel like i feel like every year like you know i get like uh, uh like fear consideration screeners at the end of the year like around oscar time and it's always a good mix of Movies that I think are stupid, but everyone is aware of, and then movies I really care about, and like no one knows what they are. And like this is the first Oscar year I've like participated as a critic where there was nothing that was like crossover. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like anytime I would mention to someone like over the past like six or eight months that like I, I'm a film critic, they would be like, oh, "What do you review though?" Because like there aren't new movies. Like, no, there are new movies. They have, they have movies coming every week. And they're like, like what? And then I tell them, and they're like, I don't know what promising young woman is. I don't know what that is. And I'm like, uh, bro, yeah, like, shit, like, like if tenant, if t- like there was no like tenant wasn't best picture, you know, there was like no or even deeper than people, that. There was- at this point, dude, at this point, people don't even fucking know what tenant is. <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke. Does. They don't like, that, know. Movie is essentially, yeah. Tenet you know is they know like, they know what Kong versus Godzilla is. They like that movies are bad now. Movie like last year. year, people che- they rightfully checked out. Yeah, <laughs> there were good movies that came out. Yes, yes, there, like, yeah. the Oscars, I, I like Tenet, but the, but the Oscars <laughs> the Oscars are supposed to have at least one or two movies that like. There's usually at least one movie about war that everyone's dad went to see. You know, and there's usually at least like one movie about like people that want to fuck but can't fuck because they have like corsets on in the 1800s. And yeah. there's those are those two movies are like important for like the mainstream populace, but that didn't exist. You know what I mean? Like for people that wanted to see uh costume drama fucking, they had Bridgerton at home, and for people that wanted to see war movie stuff, they had you know like the news. So, like, we're, <laughs> there's, just nothing, there's nothing like that in, in these movies. It just there's nothing. There's- I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I thought the telecast was fun. It's the first time I watched the Oscars in years where I was like, this is chill, it's like a nice, chill little thing. Some of it was funny, some of it was charming. It was it was like fine. No one danced or sang really, other than Glenn Close twerking, but like it was all right, you know. I, I wouldn't know. I think you're the only yeah, person that uh, watched I, it. Even I, even I, Eric I, was. I will say, I will say the the one thing also like again. I know I I keep complaining that like these movies are made to win awards and not made to entertain me. But uh, like they're, I mean, forget like it's crazy like to think five years ago like Mad Max was a major winner at the Oscars because it was a movie that a studio made and everyone loved the movie. Uh, but like there you like. The, the people used to watch the Oscars like I remember when I was watching them growing up like when like Chicago and Lord of the Rings and like this other and shit crash. was nominated like and it crash. was the most oh yeah crash uh like but like if, I mean as bad as crash is looking back like the the movies that were nominated for Oscars everyone saw the movies like wait, wait, everyone wait. has seen those movies I remember watching crash with a girlfriend at the time and then I was just like I'm not moved here but you know them 
black, they were just like, wow, this is amazing. And I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I guess the police, the police officer shot the black dude. What's cool about this shit? <laughs> Uh, so I got. I mean, I would actually say the crash, the the like, I the the uh crash mindset, more or less, is exactly what gets you to them. Oh, oh wow. for sure, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's one of the same. Wow. So, uh, that that is our Oscar talk. <laughs> that's all we. That's all we've gleaned from the Oscars in twenty twenty one. You know, I like Anthony Hopkins too. That's my thoughts on the Oscars. It was I, really good. I, I want to let him zoom to... in. I want to get to uh, horny Flintstones. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I don't even know what this is, but I'm very ready. So uh, <laughs> the, the Cyrus left. Cyrus dropped out of the call. <laughs> horny Flintstones came up. <laughs> so, um, so Elizabeth Banks's uh, Flint adult-oriented animated project called Bedrock is uh, it got greenlit at uh, at Fox. Yo, I'm trying to write on Bedrock. So uh, Lindsay Kearns, who wrote uh, Jurassic World, Camp Crustaceous, uh, and, and DC Superhero Girls, she's writing okay. the pilot. Uh, and this is what the, the Fox president, Michael Thorne, said. Long before The Simpsons in Springfield, the Griffins in, in Quahog, and even the Belchers started serving burgers on Ocean Avenue, there were the Flintstones. Even, it's the newest one. <laughs> there were the Flintstones <laughs> and Bedrock. It will follow a 20-something. Okay. Are you guys ready for this? This is going to fucking blow your mind about the show. Okay. You ready? Okay. The show will follow a 20 something pebbles as she begins her own career while her dad, Fred nears retirement with the stone age, giving away to an enlightened bronze age. The residents of bedrock will find this evolution harder than a swing from Bam Bam's club. What, this what, is what, like a millennials versus boomers, but in the Flintstone world situation. Yes. I heard about this yesterday and I didn't see the original news article. I saw people tweeting about it and I thought they were joking about like a viral drill tweet. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this was a real thing. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bad idea for sure. I mean, I, I, have a, I have a really high tolerance for this type of thing. Like I was like, as soon as the Powerpuff Girls reboot was announced, yes. I messaged my manager and I was like, Hey, uh, What's going on with this? But this uh, doesn't sound. I, you know what? This sounds like a fucking the thing I complained about, which is something that was made to be posted about, not something that's good. I don't want to watch millennial pebbles, zoomer pebbles versus boomer Fred and Barney. Yeah, I feel it, like years ago shows like this would get pilots, and we would <laughs> read about how that pilot failed, and then people would wait for it to like leak onto the internet to make jokes about, but it would never get picked up and go to air. Oh, but this now is, it does. This is this at is least the norm. This is at least getting 15 episodes when it airs uh, later this year. So bad, for sure. I think that Fox may be ramping up to prepare for the end of The Simpsons. Like that. That to me seems like it could be imminent in the next five years. Didn't they? I thought they renewed it for five years recently. For like five. They renewed it for like five years. That's why I'm like. Enough is enough, to be honest. I mean, if we're being real, like just put a fucking pin in that one just end the show <laughs> just stop it's, it's renewed through 2023 34 seasons oh yeah jesus i i would see it i would see this three-year extension and then another two-year one and i would i i would see because because the thing is how much how much are they really bringing in capital wise like they could live off simpsons reruns forever literally yeah, I mean, forever. people don't even want to watch, the, new ones. Don't they just watch the old ones yeah yes. like i stopped watching the simpsons and i was in middle school and it's kept going, you know. So like, it it it's 
it's something that doesn't need to have to live on, but I'm definitely into horny Flintstones. Uh, Honestly, why don't they just do a, a, like a, a new Flintstones cartoon? No, I thought that at one point, no, I think it was. Seth MacFarlane was, was supposed to do he, that. I think it he was. I sent, I, I tried to get hired on that as a PA when I first moved here. They didn't call me. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I want to say one quick thing about this. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks is like producing this. And when her shitty Charlie, Charlie's Angels movie flopped like hell, she tried to complain and say that people just didn't want to support an action film directed by a woman. Okay. And she tried to <laughs> pretend like her being a white woman was the reason that her project failed. That hugely expensive project failed, and now she's behind this fucking TV show. So, like, clearly we are progressing in the right direction. If a mediocre white woman now is able to fail so spectacularly and now get her own show. That's, that's why, why does that Elizabeth Banks become a director? Because she was in Hunger Games for two minutes? Is that she what made uh, the, the singing shit with the, the fucking... The, 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 ah, the yeah, I always forget about bitch. that. Yeah. yeah, the cup stacking movie. Yeah. The cup stacking movie. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving down the line, Master of None season three revealed as if Netflix was hiding it, <laughs> but the trailer was yeah, revealed. It was announced like a year ago. <laughs> but we didn't know at the time if Aziz and Zari would actually be in it. But from the looks of the trailer, he's not going to be in this season whatsoever. He's directing all of it. Uh, it will star Lena Waithe uh, as she, I guess, is chilling with her with her girlfriend. Uh, I know we have really strong opinions on Lena herself. What are you guys feeling on Master of None coming back uh, on Netflix? And literally, it's it, like imminently, like the the uh, it, it's supposed to drop on uh, on May twenty third, a Sunday at that. I thought the audience for this show was the people who ended up like being the champions of can't quote I'm doing scare quotes cancel culture. So yeah. why did mm-hmm. they bring it back? Well, okay, but. I- I think it's important to remember that the sorts of people who do champion that sort of like scare quotes, cancel culture thing, they generally stop doing it when it comes for their faves. Yep. Like if, if they like yeah. someone or something enough, that's when cancel culture goes too far. It, so it the president of the United States, <laughs> there's a lot of people who are not going to care that Aziz immediately pivoted to trying to cater to like, red states and stuff and like you know pretending to like distance himself from his entire brand to like save himself they're not going to care because like a lot of people are going to think that like that stuff was too woke like that was too far in the wrong direction (laughs) and Aziz is funny so it's okay and And also there's a good contingency of people who uh, who just don't know like the like the like online libs who watch master of none as like critical as we tend to be of like their viewing habits or whatever they're also just not as t- like they don't know that Aziz a good portion of them don't know that Aziz like pivoted to doing like basically right wing comedy for a little yeah, while yeah it's, it's, like, it's that's 100% something that's just for like terminally poisoned people like us um well not like Justin Justin's actually got his brain still together but like I feel like, you know, like me and like Eric and like, this is a thing we like think about. And I think that most of his core audience is going to be like, oh, cool. And it's got a black girl now. That's going to be great. And like, that's, they're probably, it's probably going to do fine. Honestly, I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I think it's probably going to be like, you know, somewhat successful. It might even be watchable, to be honest. I thought the first two seasons of the show were okay. Like I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it having a black woman woman at 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 the top, but it's like, this one and we're going to talk about her a little bit later but it's like <laughs> it's got to be this one and you know people are i saw a couple people say how come you know why are they making another one i'm pretty sure he was locked into making season three before all of this stuff happened it's been about what four years mm-hmm. four years since the last season yeah, it's been a while it's been so so long 
Yeah, he was probably locked into season three, and he got to he got to fulfill that quota. I would imagine there's probably not going to be anything after this, but he gets to get his artist or his artiste on. <laughs> so, like, here you go. Well, um, this is where where is it shooting? Pivots and uh, forgives him. They've already done that. <laughs> a lot of he's people. Gonna be, he's going to be directing a feature next year. <laughs> oh, he's going to. He's going to. What's that? What was that Issa Rae movie with her and uh, uh the, the photograph? Uh, no, no, no. The home oh. homeboy. There was. There was. They, her and her husband was running. It, it came out. It was like oh, Camille. Uh, yeah. Lovebirds. Uh, Love, the, the Lovebirds. Yeah, or yeah. Aziz is going to direct Lovebirds too. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be a thruple it's gonna be him and Camille and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a poly movie exactly um one more one more bit of news for, so we can tap because we got a lot we're gonna have a lot to say about these these shows today um Godzilla versus Kong director Adam Wingard in talks for legendaries next monsterverse film and is set to be called son of Kong my only question is where did the sun come from it's gonna yeah, open with Kong yeah. bucket, right? He, he's not, like, I, have you guys <laughs> ever seen? Have you guys ever seen the uh, the meme dropping dick off where there's like oh a mo- stop there's that a mo- <laughs> there's a monkey that's humping another <laughs> <laughs> dropping dick off. They're going to remake dropping dick off in 3D. Because we're going to be back in theaters by then. They're going to, then 3D is going to be popping again because people haven't seen 3D in a long time. So hey, I went in. back to the theater, by the way. Yo, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. But <laughs> Son of Kong is going to begin like that. There's no, I didn't you know one thing I didn't notice. The Kong movies have, have outgrossed the Godzilla movies by far, so far. I didn't know that. Because they, they, really? people need like something that like is kind of human. Yeah, Godzilla doesn't talk or like emote. <laughs> yeah, Kong is like you're like the Kong is the viewer, a stupid yeah. monkey. So. Kong Kong is like a a super like omnipotent and powerful uh baby face. He's the Undertaker. That is who, yeah, that's who yeah. Godzilla like, is. Because you like you look at Kong and you're like, yeah, I could be hanging out with Kong. Yeah, Godzilla, you're like, be, like ah, I don't know. <laughs> crack a beer with King Kong. Yeah, yeah, crack a beer with King Kong. So um, yeah, Kong, Kong drinks a whole keg with like a little A and W root beer. So the the time, awesome. the time. Well, I don't know why people thought that you know uh, Godzilla versus Kong would be would be it, but after the movie has made four hundred fucking million dollars globally, Doctor <laughs> Evil Demic bucks too. Yeah, yeah, they have decided to open things right back up. So instead of winding everything down. They're probably going to start with another trilogy of movies. Adam Wingard is set to return for another movie in the franchise. Okay, nothing has been written yet, but Adam Wingard has a lot of shit on his plate. One of these mm-hmm. projects no one even knew about yet until uh, it was revealed in the trades. One of them being a live-action Thundercats movie, and the other being the Face-Off remake. Wait, sequel. I forgot about that. Or a sequel, the, the I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it, was, it, was reported, it was reported as a remake, and then he said it's actually going to be a sequel, which is like... Yeah, he, yeah him and his writing fire. partner were like, it's absolutely not a remake. Jesus we would Christ. Never. This is going to be my, a train wreck. I cannot my wait. Face. Wingard is one of us, man. I, 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 I can't yeah, I don't know. You, my that, man's a psychopath. The fight, the fight in, in Hong Kong, really, man, I wish I'd been in a theater for that. I was fucking... <laughs> so, I, I was seriously going like, oh, yeah. Like during during the, the fight, me me too. Until Kong got his shoulder goddamn dislocated, <laughs> he didn't put it back. 
When he there put was it back no in, it was way. So good. Listen, there was no way, and I'm glad Cyrus is here for this. We 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 couldn't have a very good conversation about it because Eric didn't fucking like the movie. But there was no <laughs> way. <laughs> there was no way that uh, Kong was going to win that battle. There just wasn't. Well, Godzilla is too. I mean, he's I, too OD. I, I I understood that, but I thought they would at least you know make it even. And oh. then add, and then add, and then add the third villain, so they could both yeah. be like two and zero. Oh. Yeah. But they were just like, no, Godzilla's gonna shit on him. He had to, though. <laughs> I think to. people would have yeah. revolted if it was any other way. And I, yeah. I liked it. It was good. I mean, like he didn't look like a bitch. I mean, he just also got, remember, he just got uh, also remember Toho, the uh, the Japanese company that holds the rights for this. They more than likely had a say in how these two would look. Yeah, they, <laughs> in uh, this movie. they they had the, uh, they had the um. It's not gonna work for me, oh, brother. The, the, Marvel, <laughs> the, the Marvel claws uh, nah, can't, can't can't beat on Captain America, bro. Ryu yeah. gonna have to fight somebody else. <laughs> so yeah, that that's happening. But Thundercats, man, what what are we thinking here? Is this gonna be like the new Transformers for another decade or, or what? Bro, I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't know shit about Thundercats, but <laughs> I. I I know what they look like, and I do want to see Wingard make the movie of them. But like. I like there's like Cheetor. Is that a Thundercat? Yeah. Cheetara. Okay. I think is uh, her name, yeah. Okay. Cheetara. Okay. Uh, and then like Panthro, uh, like the black one. Okay. And there's Who's Snark. Uh, is Snark an adult swimmer? Snark. Okay, Pat. Snarf. Pat, you know absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, he, he's Pat knows about Thundercats. <laughs> what is Snark? No, Snark. I think Snark was in a South Park episode. Uh, maybe. Right, bro. <laughs> um, no, I know. Snark I'm is like he's like the he's like uh, Thundercats' version, like Orko. He's like a little like weird cat who like says um, his own name. I'm not happy about this Thundercats thing because it's gonna these people are gonna look very weird and it's gonna make a lot of furries happy, and I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I think <laughs> Wingard specifically said he wasn't gonna make it look like cats, which is like it's that's too- all that matters. Yeah, because that so. would be a lot. That'd be a lot for us as a culture to take out, take to take in, and I don't want that to happen. Somebody's gonna be in the theater. Something's gonna unlock in their mind, and then next thing you know, he he's dressed up. The as furry fucking, agenda. Uh, he's dressed up as Fox McCloud. It's all over. It's all downhill from there. So what? Uh, okay, that that's the that's our news for the for, for the week. Hey, what I gotta defend what a, myself. I looked it up. I knew Snarf from Family Guy. Uh, well, but you, but here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. You still knew what the fuck Thundercats was and who they were. I do. There's like 50 of them. That's like knowing Optimus Prime. <laughs> it's not <laughs> okay, y'all. He named damn near half the team. All, all he was two. missing was the the, the I woman. Named, I named what about two the, and their pet? What about the main character? Uh, Lionel. 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 Okay. Everyone Lionel. knows Lionel. I don't bro. know Lionel. I'm, I'm a young I just realized I'm the only person here that knows deep Thundercats lore. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what, what's the uh, remember the uh, the what was it the the puppet show that used to shit they used to play on Sci Fi Channel? Robot Chicken or no? Um, no Thunder. Oh. What was it? There wasn't. Th- it wasn't Thundercats. It was uh, they, they were puppets, and they they had a they had a plane. Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds with the puppets. Oh, tripping I, used, the fuck, I used to I used to watch Thunderbirds every morning on Sci Fi Channel eight thirty a.m. What a what a show! All right, what they, a show to wake up to. They, they, can you believe that on TV? And Cyrus is probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? But Cyrus, like, they used to have shows where puppets would fight. They would be puppets, like literal, like marionettes fighting. Puppets fighting was actually huge, like a decade and a half ago. So, <laughs> so insane that that was even that even got through. But um, this week we're gonna we're gonna shift our focus to something that we like literally never like do or talk about, and that's TV. 
we, we watched a lot of TV in quarantine. We're going to continue to watch a lot of TV, even as we uh, even as we wait for movie theaters to open back up. But even past that, we, we watch a lot of we consume a lot of TV on Hulu, Amazon Prime and a lot of a lot of different things. I want to really like go around and start talking about a, little, a couple of topics because TV has kind of become the prestige form of entertainment. I think I, I think everyone looks at the Golden Globes and stuff like that now more than the Oscars in terms of like where where is this show going to end up at how is this going to pop off and who's going to get like best actor in this show or, and whatnot and they've year, actually seen some of the stuff that wins yeah exactly yeah, like right. a, a lot of people have especially in 2020 so um I want to talk about that HBO Max again shout out to them they need to give us a fucking free trial like a little free account <laughs> because Please. we talk about them a lot we are uh, we are tapped into. The uh, I don't want to call it the Banshee verse, but it, it, it might as well. It be. is. It does feel like that. But we've been watching uh, Warrior uh, from, from, you know, insane show. Insane show. I will say yeah. I watched that. I watched Warrior before I watched Banshee and I'm into season three of Banshee now. And in in, in plot ways, Banshee is more insane than warrior just because the most impossible things ever happen and i love it like i'm watching like wow everything that's happening on this show is so morally bankrupt and i don't care at all because it's so entertaining and like shows they won't make them like that anymore but warrior it's like uh i mean it's like my favorite show (laughs) now jonathan uh tropper he's the creator of banshee and warrior he loves his assholes titties pussies and dicks okay these are right? this is, this is <laughs> these shows have the most graphic sex ever warrior I, I would say like from what i watched in warrior and i think pat can probably co-sign this banshee's definitely got the sex on lock there is it's, there it's, is it's the most graphic sex i've ever seen on television and maybe honestly <laughs> other than like a couple movies it's more graphic than any sex i've seen in a movie yeah it, yeah, well, I mean, listen, man, put a put a pillow over your uh, <laughs> over your. It's crotch. also like it's just like it's the horniest show ever. It's like a cop show, but it's not a cop show because the guy's a pretend cop. So like, it's- <laughs> well, well, that that's what I wanted to talk about because like Banshee's politics, um, like are Banshee's, troubling. Well, well, here's the thing. It's no secret that it might be tough for us to watch things that have to do with cops. And I think I think the cutoff would, for me was probably Bad Boys for Life, because that's so unlike. They don't almost feel like they're not cops on Bad yeah. Boys. It almost feels and, like, it almost feels like the world is. I, I mean, I shudder to say that it feels like the world is how it should be morally in Bad Boys, where the bad guys are truly the bad guys, and you know Mar- Marcus and you know they they're actually good guys you know what i'm saying it's, it's much yeah. fucked up as that which sounds which is how which is how basically everything about cops mo- almost everything yeah, not like, bad yeah, cops should be good people about, yeah, yeah yeah like in in cop me in 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 cop media as you should like yeah. does banshee fit in cop media i don't know because I, it, and eric eric brought up a good point when i talked to him about this he was like you know the fact that he was able to even sneak into into being a cop should tell you that's the narrative right there you know, like the fact that he was even 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 able to infiltrate them. That's the narrative. That doesn't mean cops are good. It just means yeah. that, you know, like, crook- they, they don't they don't do anything that makes them look good. They do things yeah. that are like very wrong all the time. And I <laughs> I, I don't think like there, it, police shows do and movies and whatever like cop media does to a certain extent make 
their presence in our lives more regular. But I don't think that if you're any sort of analytical person, they're actually raising your opinion or even impacting your opinion of police in real life. Like for most people, you still like you're not, if you're getting pulled over, even if it's for speeding, you're not going to enjoy getting pulled over more because you like law and order. Like that's yeah. not a that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, the, the thing about propaganda is that like it is cops, especially in television, more so than movies, I think cops as a job it's like so pervasive in television that like how many cops mm-hmm. do you know in real life right but on television like nine out of ten jobs are cops or doctors or lawyers <laughs> yeah. mostly cops and you know obviously because the the dramatic depiction of that job is like inherently entertaining and and you don't, don't have know, to do anything to set up the world that's why there's so many I've yeah said this people all the just time, know there's, there's just it's literally cops, job, doctors yeah. people know this stuff you don't have to like teach anyone anything about what's happening yeah. And like, the thing is, I, me personally, like, I'm like a cab all day or whatever in real life. But like, I've seen every episode of every iteration of Law and Order ever. It will continue <laughs> to until the day I fucking die. Like, you know, I mean, it's there's something about uh, like, it, it, they're, they're, they're fun to watch. I'm sorry. Like, even even cop yeah. shows where I'm watching it, and I'm like, yeah. man, I know this is like giving a right wing guy a boner right now. I don't care because I have one too. Like, well, I like the watching. Thing is, <laughs> the thing is, like, Banshee, in my in my eyes, Banshee would give a right wing person a fucking heart attack. This is the type yeah. of guy that they don't want <laughs> on the force. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, it's, it's, if you really want, like, it's an equal opportunity, like, offensive show. Like, it's a show where a, a bank robber has infiltrated the sheriff's department, where, like, a Native American reservation and an Amish population are essentially at war with each other. Like, it's very grindhousey and in a way that's, yeah, like, yeah. aware. And it, but it's not like, it's where you, you where you make the mistake with being kind of grindhousey is where you do it in something like them, where you try to graft some sort of meaning onto it. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. if you're going to be exploited for entertainment purposes, fucking give people what they want and be exploited for entertainment purposes. <laughs> yeah, it, They're not clearly endorsing anything in the in the show, but it is still like I'll be texting Justin like, holy shit, they're like. Like they hunted down a Nazi and they're doing an extrajudicial killing in the first four seconds of this episode. And like, like, oh, fucking sick. I need to watch this. Yeah, it's great. It's good. I I, I shudder to say, like, and I I know we were going to talk about Warrior, but we've gone long for Modanchi, which I mean, this is a fantastic show. I'm tapping. But I would even, I shudder to say, maybe you should go to Banshee and then come back to Warrior because I think that Warrior, in a way, is the evolution of the how rough. Banshee, Banshee's a yeah. rough show. There is a okay. yeah. like the season finale of season one. I don't know how Lucas Hood, the main character, survived that. He got his no, ass. It's very like it's very like we don't know if we're gonna get another season. We need to like tie this up pretty well. Yeah, and, and, well, and every season is like what that. is Banshee on? It's on HBO Max. Uh, well, it's oh, on, it's on Max HBO Max because it was okay. on it was on Cinemax. But so anyway, so they have so then Cinemax has this property which is from which is Warrior, which is has mm. it's in the hands of. Bruce Lee's daughter and it's based on some old writing that he did some old you know like what I don't know if it was an outline or whatever but uh the there's a lot of fighting in Banshee but it kind of takes a few seasons before the fighting goes I mean it's awesome in the beginning but by the third season it's like really well choreographed and shit Mm. and so I'm sure they had this Bruce Lee property that they were like oh yeah we know exactly who can who can do this show and and you see and I think that for a lot of in a lot of ways Banshee is non-traditional in a way that like I feel like Warrior is very traditional in its fight scenes. It feels very mm-hmm. much like they're respecting what what Bruce Lee would have wanted. He don't want no wild like Banshee's be having some wild. He be having some wild shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's yeah. be clear. 
he be having some wild fucking fights. This is not like that. Like Banshee, you but the fights are see. better in Warrior. They're it's they're like breathtaking fights. I don't know, like, man. No, I don't you, know. you're not. You I haven't seen the show yet. yet. You haven't <laughs> I haven't seen, seen one that's better than. Well, I don't want to spoil Cyrus, but the but the fight that me and you talked about a couple yeah, hours yeah. ago. Like I haven't seen one in that, that was uh, like the, that. the reason that I was so on my feet. Literally, I it's like stopped and I did the like that thing <laughs> when it was happening. Forward? Yeah, it's because I was like, oh, especially like season two of Warrior, I was like, oh, the fighting from this show just got as good as the best fighting I saw in the other show. And the other and Warrior has the thing of like it takes place in like late 1800s, so almost no one has a gun. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And and even in that show, the cop politics are like still pretty easy to swallow because like they're mostly bumbling idiots. <laughs> Yeah, bumbling idiot racist and <laughs> there, yeah, you, go. there like, you go. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there and, you go. and honestly, not like the now, team to I, mean, for. I, I would say like especially from a cynical executive standpoint, uh that's one of the reasons that they renewed Warrior, uh, because of all the uh uh you know anti-Asian uh hate like the, the you know, it's it's you know becoming HBO's most popular show as this wave of anti-Asian hate crimes is going on yeah. throughout mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's, it's by the end of the second thing. season, especially, it's like, like I was watching it, like, oh god damn, this is like, it, it's, it, it, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's crazy. Yeah, it, it it is eerie in a way that you know this this last season ended a year ago, and you know we're where we're at right now. I do think it is a show that, especially for the Asian American community, it, it's mostly all Asian. On this show, mm. it, 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 it's complete mm. Asian cast. I think yeah. it, it is good for visibility for them to um to have that. Um, I want to I want to I want to get into to Snowfall, which had its finale a week ago. I know you guys don't listen to me when I say watch shows. Well, only I've, only if I've, I've started. I've, listen, <laughs> do you, do you know how much more television I've watched in like the last two months than I have in the in the last two years. <laughs> I'm and I've started Snowfall now. The ball's rolling. Um, uh, it's it going to take for some time for me to get there. I have a very long list to get through. On TV, no, it's, it's, TV-wise. it's completely, it's completely fine. I, I mean, the, the argument right now has been snowfall versus the wire. I don't think Pat's far enough to even make that ascension. Or, no. uh, that, yeah. That, I have to watch the seems, wire first. It seems <laughs> crazy though. It seems insane you, to say, aren't they really different? They're absolutely they, they, really they different. They seem extremely different. Yeah, they're like, super different. They're they're not even. They, the 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 wire is like a slice of life of this one area. L.A. is too big, okay, <laughs> to mm-hmm. for for that comparison to be true. It's just too big. There are yeah, times in in snowfall where I don't even know what part of the city that they're in. That's why it's so big in L.A. They could be anywhere, but in B- Baltimore. They're in three. What is it? They're in like three to four they're, different they're just, places. They're, they're only in West Baltimore. Like it yeah. doesn't even take place in the entire city of Baltimore. Exactly. In Snowfall, they're in the Valley. They're in, you know, they're in uh, the, the uh, scale. The, yeah. the scale yeah. setting is much bigger. Exactly. Unless Snowfall has an entire season about like the education system and like how there are some, you know, just they're completely different platforms. Like, yeah, uh, it just seems very reductive. Like, oh, it's a largely black cast and it's about drugs. Like, it must be like The Wire. Yeah. Well, I think, no, no, I think it's also the fact that, like, you know how in movies, movies has been like a, a, a respectable medium for like a century. So there's like a variety of things to compare different things to. I feel like people have not taken television quite as seriously critically until like the last like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So 
there's only like four shows you compare new shows to. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Bad, like The Wire, <laughs> Game yeah, of Thrones. Every new movie comes out. Every new movie is not, it's, well, it's, it's better than Citizen Kane. Like no one does that with every new movie. <laughs> with TV shows though, it's like, I don't know, man, I really like in The Good Place. It's almost as good as The Wire. You're like, that's, you know, huh? that's weird. That's a weird place to go. But my, my thoughts on the latest season of uh of snowfall and, and again this is a this is a show that like and i felt dumb um recommending this show to you guys when it's on literally its worst season that they've had so far <laughs> uh the season season four was a weird season um it was a it was a it was um halted by covid of course they, they had started filming it last year it was supposed to air last september um but they weren't able to film the last four episodes i believe until after literally january it was when they started and it, and it aired in March. They had literally just finished uh, episode 10 right before it aired <laughs> a week ago. So yeah, um, I, I don't know if I want to blame too much on COVID because these scripts are already written. But I will say that this show is sorely missing John Singleton's touch. And as you go through it, when you guys eventually watch it, you go through season one, two and three. Um, season three to me is stellar. And I, and I think to me, it, it is where the show finally gets into its stride. That's why it hurts so much that it took about 11 steps back. There are tropes in this season that take from Breaking Bad. There are tropes in this season that take from even the, even the most great, greatest episode of The Sopranos. I'm telling you, like, you'll see it. You'll be like, that was on this. And this person's acting like this. And the writing has taken a step back. And I don't know if I want to blame COVID for it because I understand, like, they had to film those last four episodes on sets. And you can tell. It looks a li- it looks real rough, but I don't want to I don't want to hold it against them. I know they couldn't they couldn't shoot on location in, in L.A. They shoot everywhere in L.A. on snowfall. So like that that's you, definitely yeah. You part still of can't it. shoot on location here, even though yeah, there's no coronavirus. Exactly. So like they they weren't able to do it. I, I bet if they were to be filming right now, they they probably could. But like no. But this season, um, was not the best. I don't want to I don't want to go too far in it because I want to I want to have a conversation about it when Pat finishes it or when Don eventually watches it or Cyrus eventually watches it. Uh, but the first couple seasons I thought are great and I and I think that I was very weary to watch this show because full disclosure I helped do the marketing on the first season of it when I was at an agency so I was tired of seeing the pilot I seen the pilot like five times so (laughs) I I remember somebody we were at a party together and somebody I think it was by the time the second season had started and they were like yeah I'm like really like a stuff on you were like <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I Pat just made a face that you can't see because we're all audio. <laughs> yeah, this but is like, an audio format that humor doesn't really translate. But didn't like it. I, I had a I had a bad taste in my mouth from at the agency. I, it didn't end in the best the best place, so I ended up going back to the show, and I was like, man, it, it, it ended up be, being really really good. And I think the um, the performances of like Damson Idris, he's fantastic. I don't know why he doesn't get more role. Well, he did get another role recently in some really Isn't weird that Netflix thing with Anthony Mackie, the yeah. fake ass of tomorrow, whatever. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, if the, <laughs> if the trends we talk about uh, on here are true, he's going to be, you know, in getting, everything uh, soon. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he's going to be, mm-hmm. it's good. We're going to be doing the uh, Brian Tyree thing where it's like, what, why? Again? You know what? You know what? I hope, I, I hope, I hope that for him. But um, yeah, I I think that it, it's definitely a solid show. I mean, obviously it's on Hulu now. I I know that like I wanted to to I want to have like a deeper conversation about that Snowfall versus The Wire conversation, and I would love for us to really talk about The Wire in the near future on this show. But Snowfall is getting in the in the in the audience's ear, the listener's ear. We're going to go long form on it very very soon when everyone catches up to it. Um, Dom, 
you finished you finished uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, uh, you know, I don't watch TV like Cyrus is laughing. Cyrus is laughing. Just, so, just you know what video's playing in my head when I think about the Falcon, <laughs> bro. This year is gonna be awesome. <laughs> I um. To me, like one of the, so like you mentioned, you mentioned how like the newest season of Snowfall just turns into cribbing other prestige shows, yeah. and that's like why I don't watch TV as much as I used to. Is like I like watching TV as like a diversion. You know what I mean? I like watching TV as like every week some stuff's gonna happen. I like shows that are like I, to me the platonic ideal of television is like eighty stuff where it's like there's a guy who lives in a beach and he has like a <laughs> robot dog, and every week him and the robot dog do this. I'm like perfect. I love like, you know, like Columbo to mm-hmm. me is like what every TV show should be like. But like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to me is like, all right, every week Disney Plus is going to have some new monoculture show that everyone's going to make memes about and talk about. I will watch it every week. Even if I don't really like it, like I just kind of want to be aware of what people are like. It's like what well, Werner Herzog says, he always watches WrestleMania. Like to me, I just want to know what people are into. <laughs> um, and man, I am glad the show is over. Um, not because the show is even that bad. But I hate everyone that likes it, basically. And I just, I'm glad that I can log on to Twitter and be mad about like regular Twitter stuff and not people talking about this show like it's fucking Dostoevsky or something. The, the, I was going the greatest insane. thing on earth. Oh my God. Well, They're tackling what, racism. Wow. <laughs> what, what really not bothered me, but what was interesting is that episodes one through three, didn't really hear much and i will say episode one had the had the uh the distinct honor to be airing side by side with snyder cut so it definitely i think that (laughs) the reception to that movie being good and positive definitely did hurt that first episode which somehow managed to rate 100 percent on rotten tomatoes which is really weird but um the first three episodes no one's really talking about it then like the last two they're like oh this show is like so great i love it i'm like whoa whoa wait if i go back a couple weeks ago you didn't like it but the thing that's crazy too is like sometimes it happens with a TV show where like mm-hmm. it has one episode where they really turn up and then everyone like kind of finally gets on board with it. But that didn't happen with this show. Nothing happened in the show yeah. <laughs> that made people change their minds. It was just that it had been four weeks of like nothing, and they were like, "Oh, the finale is almost here!" Like, like yeah. the MCU fandom is like the most poisoned group of people in this country to me well i I, I think i think they're so easy to please because you can have an episode that has like absolutely nothing but you can sprinkle in hey you remember that movie from like eight years ago it's it's like there's a screenshot of it baby we're not like we're not like we're not gonna like we're not gonna like get into like wrestling stuff here obviously but it's like (laughs) there are certain kinds of wrestling fans who will watch a mediocre product and then convince themselves it's great because like that's a good feeling to have and then I if got, you actually I gotta watch to that them, in four minutes. <laughs> if you try to talk to them objectively about what it is like they're talking about, it's like you know that if another like every time a Marvel person talks about something that they love about the show or one of their movies, I'm always in my head like, I know for a fact that if Zack Snyder did this, you would think it was stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and like to me, watching this show, there's so much of it where I'm like, this is not it's not bad. It's not, it's not them, thankfully. You know what I mean? I actually like this show more because I watched it. At the same time, I was watching them, and I was like, "Oh, this is way better. No one's getting no no babies are getting killed in this show." But uh, but it's it's it's. I was talking to I made two videos about it, and on one of them, someone was commenting, and I I kept telling people that I think the show should have been a movie. I'm like, they should have just made this a slightly long movie and cut out a bunch of stuff. And a guy pointed out that like really it wasn't that it was too long; it was that it was too short. Mm -hmm. Because like every Marvel Netflix show 
It's like 13 episodes, but they clearly plotted out like eight. And every Marvel Netflix show at episode seven feels like it's about to move into the finale. And then a weird plot thing happens and they get four more episodes out of it. It's always bad. <laughs> yeah. Every single show has this happen. Like if you graft it at the same point. And I always thought these shows should just be eight to 10 episodes. And like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is six. If it was 10, they could have had like an entire episode about Isaiah Bradley being like a black man with superpowers in the Vietnam War. They could have had an entire episode just about like the Carly, the Flag Smasher girl, and like what her upbringing was like. Shows do that. You know, the whole point of television is you actually yeah. have the room to explore one whole character's life or something if you want to. You can flash back or flash forward or whatever. Like, and, uh, like Watchmen did that for like a solid two episodes where they were just like, here's the hooded justice stuff. They could have yeah. easily yeah, did yeah. that. With you the, know, I mean, even, uh, even within Marvel, the first season of Daredevil has that Kingpin episode. It's just Kingpin's mm -hmm. entire yeah. life. Yeah. And it's really good. Like, they didn't do that, though. And every it's a six-episode show where every episode feels like a different show. The first episode, they don't know what the fuck they're doing or what this is, so it's kind of a mess. And the second episode is trying to be like Hobbs and Shaw, which is, like, the worst thing you could be like. <laughs> and then, like, the, the third and fourth episodes are trying to be kind of like a like sort of like a John Wick in the Marvel universe, like CD underbelly stuff. And it's actually kind of tight. And then they were like, Oh no, no, we have to be like a big polemic political show. So we have to show yeah. you like the evil, the evil bad Captain America and all this stuff. And like, by the end of it, this nigga comes out in a big white suit, giving people a speech <laughs> and goes home and everyone's like clapping. And I'm like, yeah, this is. Yeah. Y'all just too easy to please. It's just too easy. I'm sorry. These people yeah, are too it, easy it, to please. It's, it's too easy to please. And like, you know, people going, trying to be like extra woke about this. I was just like, come on, bro. This like, ain't woke. Th 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 there's absolutely no point into like going into this conversation. And I talked about it with you guys earlier today when just talking about them. I was just like, I know it sounds weird, but racism don't move me. I'm not moved. <laughs> Racism's bad. Before, yeah, as, I'm glad you brought up them. I, I want to, we're going to get into them right now but um i i did want to get you guys' thoughts on something like these marvel disney plus shows obviously they're of a second generation of marvel tv shows but i can remember one particular show that got hyped to the to the high heavens back in the day and i remember saying i don't think this show is like super awesome or good or anything but it just happened to hit at a time where the conversation surrounding some of its themes were setting a boiling point and that was jessica jones and now i don't ever hear about this show when it comes to the upper echelon of these i hear i hear daredevil Which i even hear fantastic. luke cage Whoa, but i never bro. hear i i do bro. but i never hear <laughs> just i never hear about jessica jones and that was a show that i you know back when i was invested in marvel at the time mm -hmm. i did watch and i did come out saying and it was one of the first things i was like all right that wasn't that wasn't fire to me what what did you guys kind of like how do you feel about these these shows compared to shows like like that were also critically acclaimed like Jessica Jones in the face of a WandaVision and a uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I will say unequivocally that I think other than Iron Fist, which I've never watched all the way through because why? Uh, the and Defenders. Luke Cage. And Luke, no, I watched Defenders actually. Yeah. But Luke Cage, which I thought was super mediocre, just incredibly mediocre. All the other shows to me are better than all these new shows. Like I think Daredevil, even at its worst, is better than WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier at its best. Is, I, I like Jessica Jones. Worse? <laughs> well, okay, I'm just, uh, to me like I, I, I like Daredevil a lot but I felt like the second mm -hmm. season the first four episodes of that show were like like impeccable oh. and then oh, everything God. afterwards I was like this is kind of a mess but like yeah. I like Jessica Jones I thought it was a really I thought it was a really good show I thought it again it should have been like eight episodes not 13 yes 
But like, I felt like those shows at least felt like they were real shows, even though they got dumped on Netflix all in one big chunk. If mm-hmm. you chose to watch them week by week, they felt like real TV shows. You know what I mean? And these new things, like they know that people aren't watching them really like TV. Like, yeah, they come out every week, but like The Mandalorian, WandaVision, this, these shows that Disney are putting out, they're not written or structured like weekly TV. Like The Boys and even like Invincible and Amazon Prime, like these things come out once a week. And they feel like shows that come out once a week. They could be on ABC, not ABC, maybe, but like they could be on a network week to week and it would be normal. These shows don't feel like TV. They just feel like a shorter version of what these movies are, which is that everything, one of the reasons I'm, I'm kind of sick of television and, and serialized storytelling is that used to be a better distinction between television, which was something you watched week to week or, or over time or in big chunks or whatever, and the movies, which was just total story. Yeah. All movies now are just TV pilots. Do you know what I mean? So like when I'm watching TV, I don't, I actually want less stuff. I want more smart kind of curated television. I don't want this shit that's just like, I think some people just want content. They just want something with mm-hmm. the people they like in it and they don't care if it's good or not. They just want to be able to see the characters they like. They want to be able to make more <laughs> memes about it. They want to be able to make more fan fiction. You know, it's like yeah. Marvel could put out a show that's just missing scenes, whole scenes. They could have entire scenes with no dialogue and no score. People would just fill in the blanks themselves. You could put out like a Mad Libs for these shows. People would eat it the fuck up. Well, and and, and this is where it's just like, it's just easy to please. Like, it's not a bad thing, I guess. Like, you know, just take your media and go. But like, (laughs) it, when you say like, uh, it's just, there's no really story. Is like Marvel stuff really just goes moment to moment. And that's what a lot of these like TV shows are. Like yeah, the one division stuff is just like moment to moment, you know, whatever gets the gif or whatever gets something, the tweet. Something, yeah, something yeah, it, it, something viral. Yeah, it's, it's in just service. Like snapshot that, move on. It's in service of the next thing. And I think I was guilty of saying that about those Netflix shows, but they actually just became their own world, which was yeah. kind of cool. It and was now, nice. the, yeah, but, but you know, and I and I and I have to look back on this and say, like, well, I was kind of I was kind of wrong to say that. I feel like them being in their own little kind of like sea level world was really novel for the time but now everything has to be leading to this extinction level event type thing like well you know in in comics right if you read marvel comics daredevil doesn't actually interact with the avengers that often daredevil has his own shit he's like he deals with like mobsters he doesn't fight aliens right so it's it makes sense for there to be like tears like the x-men don't interact with other people that much and fans don't want, they really want, everyone has to show up in one big shot later at some point. And it's like, in, in comics, the comics that come out once a year where everyone does that, like people get so sick of it because they're mm-hmm. meaningless. Mm-hmm. How many times do you need to see your 10 favorite characters standing in line like they're waiting for a fire drill before you move on with your lives? The two-page spread with everybody on yeah, it. Yeah, like in a comic, Wait, it, that's it, cool. And, in, and, in, and, a, in a movie, and that's the moment. Shit. That's like That's the moment for comic book. You know, so like that's going to be one episode. That's the screenshot. That's going to be some dude's Twitter banner or some other Also, visually striking yeah. moments m- define yeah. a comic book. But if you try to get them to define a movie franchise, you just have people in love with a bunch of desktop wallpapers. That's all. Yeah. Like, they literally look like <laughs> wallpapers. That's, a, that's a big bar. And it's weird. Like, and it, it's not like it's not just uh like the Marvel phenomenon is like the best example of it, but it like, it's weird that like it happens 
it, even before this stuff got popular, it happened all over the place, but like, okay, so now we have, in order to understand, not everything, you could basically watch the, you know, whatever next Marvel movie comes out and you're like, yeah, I understand. I didn't see the shows, but I understand. Uh, and, but they want you to bridge the movies with these TV shows. Inversely, you have something like uh, Demon Slayer where I'm bridging the TV shows with a movie. And it's like, they don't do the same thing. They do very, very different things. And you really have to lean into what they do differently to make it worthwhile that they're supposed to be complementing each other. But mm-hmm. like, I'm, I talked to meals about this and it was like the demon slayer movie was good, but it kind of feels like it felt mostly like a collection of demon slayer episodes with a few like movie moments. That was never like I'm watching a movie. It was mm-hmm. never yeah. really felt like that. And if you're going to make a movie out of a show, it should feel like that. And if you're going to make a show out of movie characters, you should do what's good about a show, not just make a little bunch of little movies. Yeah. The medium should be the message. You should, you should fit your story to the, the, the format you were telling it in. And people don't really want to do that shit. Yeah. Well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of what people don't really want to do, I know you guys don't want to really talk about them, but we got to talk about <laughs> can, 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 so, <laughs> can we talk about Warrior some more before we get into it? So cool. I, as Pat said earlier, I started them because I wanted to see what all the hype was about. I kept, you know, I will watch you. Y'all three know me. I will watch terrible things because mm-hmm. I feel as though we have to tap in sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, and, and then you'll be in that cesspool alone and be like, Can and you have to bring these? someone down with you. Yes, this is Listen, Justin. Will buy like, Resident just, Evil Six. <laughs> Justin will send like a, a Marvel like Twitter thing, and I'm like, you gotta stop looking at the sun, man. This, is not, <laughs> this isn't good for you. This Listen, is. Man, it's like Eric. It's bad. like Eric with uh, it's like Eric with like uh, neo lib shit. Like, yeah, I, I told I just, Eric. I, it's like. What do we say to Eric the other day? Eric's Instagram story looks like a 4chan thread. It, 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 it does. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lot of text on there, and I get really scared, but I'm just like, I know it comes from a good place. But I'm I very do too. scared reading this. But I'd be like, sometimes I'd be like, I, I told Eric the other day, I don't know what none of this means, Eric. <laughs> I was like, can you, please, can you please tell me what this means, dog? This nigga got a second no, shot. I'm like, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. That's to, the thing. It, yeah. Eric needs to stop post re, doing reposts, and he needs to go, he needs to go full air. Eric and become a front-facing camera guy. I oh, I man. want Eric to come back to. Uh, I want him to devolve. Old <laughs> <laughs> oh, school web page. I want Eric to go fully back to uh, getting edge ups from Puerto Rican barbers. Uh, <laughs> looking at oh black women. I want Pretty Eric cool. to go. I want, Eric. Yeah. Stop looking at black women. I want. <laughs> I want Eric to go back. I I want the I want the J five cut of Eric. I I, I miss that. I, I miss that version. Uh, Eric. But but before we actually have to move on to them, I I think my favorite thing about Eric's Instagram story is that it's a whole bunch of Twitter stuff. But he likes to act like he's not on Twitter. <laughs> oh God! It's a, like six hundred Twitter screen yeah. screenshots. Eric, I'll I'll send Eric like a really depraved tweet, and he'll be like, Oh man, God, I'm never coming back. And then I open up Instagram, and I'm like. 
Looks like you're coming back. You're fucking lying to me. Eric has a burner. I'm good. Well, and it's not. And I don't. I don't want to reveal. I don't want to reveal. We, what we the hear. Is. We hear four four six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eric's burner. I think he has multiple burners though. I won't say what one of the burners. I would not is. be surprised. Yeah. I, I want to say what one of the burners is. We know. We know what one of the burners is. But I think he has another. Another burner. <laughs> That he uses to get these screenshots because he's so meticulous about not showing who he's following. Like he's not following these people, but he's probably a zero yeah. zero burner, a zero one burner, <laughs> like zero followers, one follower. Yeah, he's he doesn't follow them, but they're all he's Eric's one of the four people on Twitter still using the function. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, this is this is this will be the ultimate test to see if Eric listens to this episode. Okay. <laughs> if I if I don't get an angry text back, he didn't listen to it. Exactly. So I um I sat and watched the first two episodes with Pat and Eric. They could not wait to leave my house. In fact, they well, left. Honest to God, not only not only were we watching this show literally like to, this was like oh this is the weirdest way to celebrate Justin's birthday I could have imagined, but we were so fucking hungry, man. We we sat there. It was like the the food was gonna get there right in the middle of the second episode, and then after at like ten minutes after the max delivery time, they canceled the Postmates order. I was looking oh, at Eric man. like. So I said, oh I God. said, he's going to kill me when I tell him this. How do I phrase this? <laughs> and I looked at y'all motherfuckers and said, more them. And I, <laughs> and I, the next <laughs> I said, more them, <laughs> perhaps. Oh so would have jumped off the goddamn it was, balcony. It rough. The whole time I was like, Eric, it says he's about to be here. And <laughs> I think that if you guys would have eaten Y'all would have stayed and watched the first four episodes that day. No, no, no. They would have thrown their food up. They would have. They would have (laughs) had to dress. There's just no way. So So, funny. So you guys know what them is. Uh, Pat will chime in with what he does know, but I finished. Oh, I tapped out at episode ten. Uh, I I told that I didn't force Dom to watch it, but I I nudged him a little bit. To, <laughs> hey, maybe we might wait. No, no. How many is, how many episodes of them are there? Ten. There's ten. ten. He, so you didn't watch the finale, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> See, so I'm the only. Mo- okay, so that hurts. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I, wa- I watched your video. So <laughs> yeah. So my my thing with the show is like. I have a pretty high tolerance for watching things that are not good because as a critic, I don't get to, there's going to be months where I don't watch anything good. Sometimes, sometimes like whole seasons. So I'm open to watching something that's not good just because sometimes I'm curious and like, I genuinely somewhat enjoy things that are, that don't work. And I like to try to figure out how, how they work. I feel like everyone who wants to be like a screenwriter thinks they have to watch like the 10 best movies of all time. And like, that doesn't really teach you anything about writing. It just teaches you like how to mimic your favorite writers. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you really want to learn do. story. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But I feel like you really to learn story and learn the way like stories work on people. You have to watch things that don't work and figure out why and try to like mm-hmm. reverse engineer or whatever. Yeah. But them the isn't best like discussions that are always around the 3.5, 3, 3.5 areas. Cause yeah, you're like, well, like, here's the stuff I liked, but what the fuck? Yeah, because if something is just like 100% a zero, it's like, well, they shouldn't have made it. Done. Conversation over. And if something's great, you're like, that was great. Can't wait to see it again. And there's nothing. But like, it's, the middle ground is good. Them, though, is not just like uh, a failure. It's not just like a mistake. It's not just like, it's it's like reprehensible. You know what I mean? This yeah. is not like, sometimes mm-hmm. I watch stuff that's bad and I'm like, well, that sucked. But like, it was charming or that sucked. But it was funny. This was like, I'm mm-hmm. still mad. Yeah, like I like I, I had a day for the first time in over a week. I had a day where I didn't think about it, 
And then I got a new comment on the video and I remembered that it existed. And I, and I did all <laughs> oh that. man. And it was just fun. like fucking Rambo PTSD. It just, it's Listen, it's man. a bad show. It's it's a bad show. I, I feel bad, but I don't feel bad because it gave you one of it, it gave us one of the best <laughs> armchair auteur videos. <laughs> oh yeah. Of all it, time. It came out. There, there was a part of me that day where, where it was like, when I hit publish in this fucking video, if this video flops. I'm like not. I'm just like I'm gonna go into hiding. It was just like <laughs> if I went through this for nothing, I'm gonna I'm gonna scorch fucking earth. But uh, I am become Little Marvin. <laughs> I just I, I know it's really unlikely that Little Marvin is gonna hear this podcast. But Little Marvin, if someone sends this to you and you hear this podcast, uh, I, I want the gift right now of Matthew McConaughey in True Detective season one, when he's just like you know talking to that woman in the interrogation room, and he's just like yeah. if you. That that gift, that's how I feel about that man. Like he should just <laughs> he should just them his own shit. Just done. Like that guy is watching this. I wanted to vem my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, without even saying, I know a lot of people know about it, but obviously them is a is a period piece horror anthology. Can we talk about the way that this was sold? Because there was nothing anthology about this at all. Anthology I thought was different stories. Throughout this season, yeah, this so is, no, this is supposed this is to be like not uh, anthological. This is what I don't. I, they call it an anthology series because that's like what they call American Horror Story. But it's like mm-hmm. every season is its own self-contained story. So them season okay. two will be about like I don't know a boat full of slaves that have to fight. Bear me, or no, no, no. We're getting we're getting the version for Irish guys next year. <laughs> oh, if, 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 no, no. If they tap in and do a them, but about like stop Asian hate. Like if they do like an eight, no, them, thank you. Uh, hey, I'm, not, that, I'm not even. Hey, I'm not even gonna that ask. oppressor, oppressor at a cash grab. You feel me? I am yeah, not yeah, even I mean, going to tap it. I'm not gonna tap in if it's that. Like I feel like that's gonna be some shit, especially. They got a lot of negative notoriety from this. Little man. Marvin and another one. If they got little uh, little Marvin and like the dude that's playing Shing Chi together, like if they. You know, hooked it up. That could be. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be him and Nariza. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean they are. I think they, they're. There's some. It got a two season order, so there will be another season. And I'm pretty sure, even though like we hate it and it got a lot of flack, like enough. I think enough white people really liked it. They'll get. They'll get another one. You know. Also, it doesn't um, like they don't care if 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 there's a two season order and we didn't like it. Uh, guess what? We watched it. Yeah. It got, it yeah. Exactly. Ad revenue. I, 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 I wish I watched it on illegal services. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think yeah. it's at the point now. I bet you they look at. I bet you like there's a certain, like until a certain point of loss. I bet you they now analyze uh, piracy numbers as, as a positive uh, to a certain. Yeah. Aspect. Oh yeah. Pi- sure. Yeah. I mean that everything's Damn, a, everything's good. Yeah. Everything is is everything is good promotion <laughs> to them. But I but I think people like, who are pirating it aren't going to pay for it anyway. Like it's not that it's think, not like regular stealing. I think that more than anything, um, this show from top to bottom is uh, just ill-advised. <laughs> like I, I think oh, that yeah, you know, there's no other way around it. Yeah, story it, all the way down. I think these are stories that have been told and, and they they hold no weight anymore. It it just really speaks to a larger. I think this show speaks to a larger conversation that this is the only thing that we as black people can get across the pale that will be successful and get 64% fresh on Rotten Tomato like them is sitting at right now, uh, that, that it will get the right critics, if you know what I mean, saying that this is good, 
that will make Amazon put that pull quote in those commercials and ignore the countless other black critics that have said that this show is detrimental to literally everything creatively about black people. Like that, this show yeah. to me is the ultimate level of selling out because you're well, not just making our people look like we, you know, like trauma crazy. victims. Yeah. And, and crazy, crazy, but you're also making it okay to continue this narrative where you could be doing better and you have the power to do so. Cause these aren't old people making this show. These are mm-hmm. young filmmakers. These are young directors. These, Lena Waith, executive producer, she's young. Little Marvin, I mean, he's not old, but he's also like somebody new. You know what I mean? He's, he's relatively he's new, new. Also, yeah. on top of on top of all the, the the actually reprehensible stuff you just said, less consequentially, but still important when you're making a show, they didn't make a good show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like if it had um, been if it had been morally questionable, but like still entertaining, like because that happens. There's stuff that's like, man, this is wrong, but kind of tight this is not that and also i just want to say this it's like there are two main forces beyond like the obvious like corporate level sort of like illuminati rich people that want to see black people portrayed this way in the media there are two Mm -hmm. primary forces that allow shows of this to succeed there are a lot of like white liberal critics that feel as though they have to support it because if they don't they're afraid they're going to be seen as not being like woke enough or not with it enough So they will like twist themselves up into pretzels talking about black bodies and, and the the beauty of of pain and art and shit, because like they think they have to, to continue being uh, intellectually relevant. Right. And then the other side of it is that when other black critics do speak up and go, nah, this is trash. There is a groundswell of black people who are just happy to have themselves on screen that they will try to shout over you and go, no, 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 you're just a hater. You're just mad you didn't come up with it. Like, let me tell you something. I do not wake up and go, I am mad I didn't come up with them. I would probably fucking kill myself if I did that <laughs> and had to walk around with my name on that fucking show. Well, that would and, just be And then also rap. it's just like, oh man, I just woke up one day and was just like, racism's bad. Wow. My mind. mind. There can't be... I had this, I had a really bad, I didn't have this as much from them, thankfully. I didn't really, I thought I was going to get a lot of pushback and I really didn't. When I reviewed Nate Parker's movie, American Skin, I got constantly inundated from black people telling me like, you know, like, well, you're just trying to like put a good black man down and like, you, like why, why don't you want us to succeed? Yeah, well, and even people that, make Dom, movies like this? Mm-hmm. And even, even more than that, Dom, they were saying you weren't black. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get that. Yeah, I get that. All it's just like, okay, well, if you don't, if you don't like this show, this movie, then we know you like mayo on your sandwich. It was just like, oh, the they, they, they hit, they hit like, you with the Joe, they hit you with the Joe Biden, bro. You not black? Yeah, you don't like this? Like, are you? I don't know. Kidding? I gotta say, I don't understand the mayo thing. If, if, if mayo tastes good, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I. But the, people really sort of feel like, okay, but we let white people do this, so what's the big deal? It's the same people who think like. When they came for R. Kelly, it's like, well, white people have been getting away with serial rape for years. And it's like, okay, but that's not a good thing. We shouldn't, we shouldn't <laughs> do that's not can we aspire to not there's not like you get a rapist, we, just, we get a rapist. That's not a thing. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's how people, these people we shouldn't that be asking way. for that. And and it's yeah. it's it's not gonna change, honestly. I like the thing that's very depressing to me is like the cult of representation matters is too powerful now. And people mm-hmm. get way too excited about just the I just like a whiff. Of, I, I, I was in a movie. I'm on the poster. It's like, yeah, you're in the poster of a shitty fucking movie. Like, why don't you try to tell a good story yeah, or like, something meaningful? Like, why are you trying quality to... Quality yeah, rarely is, matters is, anymore. Is, is representing something bad, isn't that just as significant as the representation itself? Like, what... Like, four, four or five years ago, I felt like we were at a point where, like, we really weren't getting into stuff, right? Like, Black people were not in, like, big movies or not being up for awards. 
I think we can safely say that we've reached like phase two, right? Where we're, we're getting the representation. We're in all the movies. We're in stuff. We're at the award shows now. Now it's time for the culling. And we need to go through and comb out all of the shitty people that suck. So they can't mm-hmm. keep making stuff. All right. Yeah, we no, got to start with a little more. We got to lead away. Just fucking get him out of here. Like, There's other okay, people if, who are hungry. If you had said 10 years ago that Anthony Mackie would be would be helming up. That Papa fucking, Doc would be Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's unheard of. <laughs> that, that, you know, we would get a movie greenlit like Judas and the Black Messiah. Like that we yeah. would get all of these things happening right now. Absolutely. No, there is good stuff out there. There is good. Mm-hmm. There are good creators out there. Lena Waithe is not one of them. I'm sorry, bro. Little Marvin is not one of them. I'm sorry. And even even the good creators, quote unquote, get like, it's very hard, even without like with any any attaching any type of morality to entertainment production is very hard, but it's even harder when it comes to racism. But there's like after get out, like Dom is saying, like there is so like it, it is like it really does feel like a phase two. And there's no like there is there's no one telling executives this like they're they <laughs> like they have no yeah. way of knowing any of this that's the weirdest part is like any actual discussion of this is so far from the gatekeepers that it's just like it's maddening well because and, the black people who get in the room are the ones pitching things like them they're not going to come yeah. in and tell you like this is bad we shouldn't do it because they're going to get a fucking deal out of it they have no problem. I mean, and, and you know, on, on some level, more power to them. If I could get someone to give me money to come up with like a really dumb show, I would probably do it, but I would probably try to not make it so reprehensible and like yeah, awful. Make it, make it, it, it would just be it, bad. So it would good. just be corny. It wouldn't be like uh, offensive, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I knew there was like this like mass problem with media just being like, hey, like black trauma is a thing. Uh, my mom finally got into streaming services because, you know, I was just like, I'm not paying for cable. And she sees herself, you know, she sees black people, um, you know, on these posters or whatever. And she's just like, oh, just another black trauma film. And she at 50, you know, and she's just like, oh, you know, it's just black pain again. This sucks. Like, I don't want to see this anymore. So I, I, think, I don't know what show it is, but it had like uh, black royals in it and like some European folks. That's I don't, Bridgerton. I don't yeah, absolutely loved it. She's like, oh, black people being royal? That's some sick shit right there. I like that. <laughs> and, and that's Why all. And, and, that? and again, like, there's nothing wrong with seeing a Miles Morales on screen or like a like Michael B. Jordan, and he's in a he's in a Tom Clancy movie. That's unheard of. Like, that's cool. If, you know, mm-hmm. and, and those are instances where it's like, you know, that's it might not be the best. I'm pretty sure that Tom Clancy movie might not be fire, but but like <laughs> it, it won't try to do the <laughs> cultural impact. Like yeah, but, but know, it doesn't need to be that, you know. But it's just, it's like I would love us to be on screen for that, and you know we we gave it a shot with something that's new. Let's try something else instead of like you know let's you know let's just get back on our slavery shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like 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 why? At, at some point, making making like not not that he's in not that he would be in everyone but making 10 movies like this Tom Clancy Michael B Jordan movie where there's just a normal fucking movie with no with like no stakes attached to it whatsoever except like a popular well-liked black actor is the lead if you make 10 of those that's more impactful than making like a 12 years a slave or something in terms of actually cuz like people don't really learn things from like specific movies or shows like they might from like a book or a podcast for like fact-based yes. things yeah but you cannot like you can't change someone's mind with 
no no one who's seeing 12 years a slave is has the belief that like they're all they're already past the point of learning anything from that movie so what actually teaches people something is just the the normalcy and the presence of black actors on screen in ways that aren't like glaringly about that specifically like yeah. 10 movies that michael b jordan michael b. jordan makes 10 movies over 10 years and he becomes like when there's we've we talked about this a lot on the old show where like hollywood kind of really only allowed there to be a few black stars at a time and when that's no longer the case that's when things actually start to change not when the two black actors who hollywood has allowed to be popular make a mean quote-unquote meaningful movie yeah. And mm. I mean, even with them, there aren't many probably I mean, Allison Pill is probably like the biggest one of the biggest stars on the show and she hasn't done much. But like, you know, there aren't a lot of like me, like 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 top level black actors on that. But these they're new ones. And I would love to see these actors and actresses. And they're all good. It's they're a all terrible great. show, but everyone mm. on the show is good. Even the and little I mean, girl. Yeah. And they're probably going to end up like as supporting characters. And like, if a new Marvel character needs a black sidekick, that's probably where we're going to end up. But like, they'll be in the I new, do... they'll, they'll be in the new Lil Rel show or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey man, get, get, get your bag. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I want to see, I want to see good things for those people. To me, I think the most mm-hmm. profound thing to happen for black creators in the last like 10 or 15 years was not a good movie either. It was, they let Ava DuVernay make a wrinkle in time movie at Disney. It's a hugely mm. expensive movie. It was huge, big marketing, everything. That movie was a fucking dud. It's not very good. And she still gets to make movies. Like she continues to come out and like, she's still Ava DuVernay. Like that movie didn't happen. She didn't get Karen Kasama, right? Karen Kasama made like Jennifer's Body and Aeon Flux. And they were like, guess who's not making a movie ever again? You bitch. <laughs> and she had to live with that for years. Okay. And so like the invitation or whatever. Ava DuVernay made a humongous flop with like Oprah behind her and the movie still failed. And she continues to be like a, a power player. And like, that is like actual movement that like, you don't have to be a success every time out of the gate. You don't have to be the best, the best, the best mm-hmm. to continue to do good. You know what I'm saying? So like, we do have these little, to me, that was a bigger moment than any of these new fucking shows, anything involving like a new lens on slavery, you know, let yeah. black people just make stories. And if they suck, okay. And if they don't, okay, but let's, let's move on from this. Yeah. Um, we we trashed it a, a little bit, but is there like a favorite moment or an episode mm. that you have? Because I have a favorite moment. I, okay, I mean, I I, honestly, I honestly, if we no, I want to let, let's let's get our favorite moments, and then we want to. I want to hear Cyrus's. I want to hear Cyrus's favorite moment. <laughs> I, I, I it's actually a challenge to find something good. This is actually a great question, Cyrus. I I, I must say because we we would normally never do this, but like <laughs> I will say that I thought the best scene of the show. I think that the um, the lucky her uh, her actress her, her name is a uh, Deborah Ayurande I believe. Um, I liked her when she like her scene where she's chasing the uh, chasing the little boy who peed on her um peed on her laundry. Oh, that scene was like fantastic. Like she looked like like a fucking king running running that boy down with a stick. <laughs> so that was my favorite scene when, when she was chasing the white the white boy. My favorite scene is actually in the finale when the finale is actually like, okay, it's got some moments. It's like the close, if, if this is the last 20 minutes of like a movie, I might've liked it. But uh, th- when they finally reveal that the weird, the, the tap dancing man that like the father has been being haunted by, when they reveal that he has been seeing a minstrel man because he was out watching a minstrel show and not protecting his family when this horrible mm. thing happened to them. I remember thinking like, oh, 
this is not bad. If this was like the cornerstone reveal of a movie that didn't have all this other stuff, I would like it because it was actually pretty well executed. I'm not going to lie. And that part is good because it's not Hitchcockian, which is what little Marvin's dumbass wanted to make it. It's actually more like <laughs> it's actually more Tales from the Crypt-esque than anything. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, I, I didn't get to uh, get to it because I'm only on like halfway of episode two, but it's the scene where the mother slaps Betty yeah. and then it cuts into the music <laughs> really, really late. I, I, I don't want to, that scene is terrible. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Fuck out of here. That's no, just fantastic. <laughs> Dom, greatly, what, what I didn't want to do, I, I did, I, I love this conversation that we had because it ended up spinning off of us shitting on them and us talking about just the role of, black creators and black creation and media more succinctly than just shitting on them. But if you want to see a really good video on them, Dom goes long form on it on the armchair auteur on YouTube. Please give it a, give it, give it a, give it a watch when you get a chance. And that scene is actually, uh, you didn't, you weren't able to put the whole noodle drop in there, but you, the scene started yeah, talking I had, about I had to in cut there. it as a copyright, but the scene yeah. goes even longer than that. And it somehow is even more profoundly bad. It's we beat the ass mama. Hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 just, I just thought it was so funny because like that's not how I would have edited that. Like I would have played the music. It's not how anyone would have done that. Yeah, like no I, it's just, like I would have just played the music as she is walking to slap her. But it, it just looks like a really bad everybody hates Chris scene. And then like she hits the slap, and then Chris like snaps back into reality. Like that, that's what it looked like to me. And I thought it, it, it was just hilarious. Like, uh, obviously my favorite scene wasn't going to be a good one. It was just. Gonna be <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that is. I, I think that we have reached the pinnacle in the end of the them. Discuss. After this, Dom, it is over. No more of them talk <laughs> forever yeah. after this. Uh, um, no more black suburbicon movies, please, or series. <laughs> like, I, I, I that's think not going to stop. That's not going to stop because they're going to do a black sitcom in the '60s, and fucking uh, a lot of these uh, niggas are going to be in it. it. I'm gonna eat a battery. I'm fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh thank you cyrus speaking of you uh, eating a battery I, I know you 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 gotta you gotta run and watch uh, your little dynamite show so um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being on uh triple beam streams uh fun fact cyrus actually created the logo for his triple beam stream so this is full circle moment for him right now yeah uh i i wish i could have been on here when john wick came out we could have talked about that or like something i really enjoyed you know but you know we're here but i mean you, you came <laughs> there's, through there's plenty of episodes left you came through uh, <laughs> short notice. You came through short notice, yeah, no and, and 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 you and you killed it. Thank you so much. Okay, guys, I'm I'm I want to play Taskmaster again for you guys. You guys got homework. That's fine. If I don't have to think about it, that's great. <laughs> I'm dropping out. There's a next episode, and I'm going to tell Eric this as well. I want to have fun. Okay. Okay. I, wanna, this I, was, put, I, I had fun today. I want to I want to put you guys through something very hilarious. So how about we take a trip? to discovery to tlc and we watch a little bit of a show called 90 day fiance i hate you oh bet already there <laughs> already tapped in i watch this shit all the time how you about see, we how about you, we you see this is another moment of justin trying to take every like not that it's bad but he's taking everybody down with him because for years he's been tweeting hey who watches 90 day fiance <laughs> and then like three people respond so we're going to talk about that. And we're also we're also going to talk about something that uh, I think really kind of goes into uh, really what we're talking about here as well. We're going to talk about the last season of The Bachelor with Matt James. 
did you watch this? Absolutely. So we're gonna oh. we're gonna talk about. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell. I'll say. I'll tell you guys which episodes to watch of both of these shows. And our main event for the next triple beam streams will be a bachelor and a fiance. Boom. So you guys know okay. your homework now. I'll give you. The, I'll give you everything. Uh, in the next episode, we'll be talking more TV and, of course, whatever movies are dropping. What movies are dropping in the next couple of weeks? Nothing, right? I don't think anything uh, in the next, like, Jason in, in this window. Uh, new Guy Ritchie movie. Is, uh... Oh, I'm really excited about this movie, actually. We can talk about that. Bro, they, they invited me to a, a real-life press screening for that. A real Bro, actual... go. Go. No, no, I'm going to get a link. I'm not fucking going out to Virginia for this, but, I'm, but I, I <laughs> could <laughs> if I wanted to. It's kind of nice. <laughs> movies are back, baby. Move back to the movies. Okay. Yeah, what, fucking what, I had four beers at the movies this weekend, baby. Well, after that, May is going to be a crazy month because we uh, we may actually be back to the movies and we're going to be talking about Spiral next month as well. So the month of May, we're going to get back into really like more movies that are coming out and we're finally going to do what we couldn't do with late fees and talk about shit that's actually relevant. So like, here we go <laughs> with Triple Beam Streams. Thank you guys uh, for Pat and Dom and Cyrus. I am Justin. Eric will be back next episode. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in two weeks. Peace.